Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, welcome to Talking Pictures. I'm your host, Paul Booth. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, this movie, American Folk, you can catch available on VOD and in select theaters. I'm assuming Los Angeles, New York, Chicago. I went all through the press materials. My mistake here uh, that I didn't have the exact cities. Uh, but Google it, American Folk. Uh, this is a wonderful uh, film. I was really, how could I put it? Uh, I knew sometimes when you watch a film, you're kind of going through it and you're thinking, oh man, how am I going to review this? Because it's doing something very unique or it's doing something that uh, to review it, you're going to have to give something away. Uh, and it kind of corners you because it's a, it hits maybe a soft spot in your heart. Maybe it's something that if you talk about it and reference yourself, it's going to be obvious what's going on in the movie. First of all, this has had just a superb soundtrack. Uh, obviously, a folk music soundtrack, which not everybody's a fan of Joan Baez or Bob Dylan or all that stuff uh, in the Greenwich Village in our history. Uh, some of us like the electric more than the acoustic blues. But this was a really suiting uh, film, and I can read here that you see on your screen. Filmed in over 3,500 miles in 14 states. I call this movie the easy writer without the pot smoking. Uh, and it's not as subversive, and it's not meant to take a jab at authority. Uh, but this, if you love easy writer, you got to see this movie. Again, like I said, this is kind of more about a piece that was there as opposed to where Easy Rider, Easy Rider was a turbulent time and an angry time in our country. So, uh, but this director, cinematographer, knew Easy Rider very well, you could tell. Uh, so filmed in 14 states, this is another thing that made me very attached to the movie. Uh, I've always wanted to do a road movie for no other reason than to do a road movie. Uh, doesn't have to have a purpose or a story, just has to drive down the road. Uh, anyways, musicians Joe Purdy, and Amber Rubarth stars two strangers, both folk musicians, whose fates become intertwined after their plane is grounded in California following the September 11th attacks. Both desperately needing to get back to New York, they embark on a cross-country journey in, in a 1972 Chevy van, which that's a really cool little subversive message to music, is a lot of documentaries, music historians, even in the movie Almost Famous, they talk about 1972 and the transition into 1973 being a time uh, not when music died, but the corporation started to get a hold of it and the business end started to get a hold of it and it wasn't about the music as much. So it was pretty cool that they picked a 1972 Chevy van. Along the way, the duo finds solace in their mutual love of classic folk songs, raising their voices with everyday people. That means this director... Uh, music supervisor, musicians, really had to know a lot about the blues. Uh, I was watching a Native American uh, documentary called Brumble. That's about all the influence that, of course, we don't give it credit for, that uh, Native American songs and chants and uh, drumming has on the blues and American folk music and how Robbie Robertson from the band is a Mohawk Native American. Anyways, so they rediscover the healing nature of music. That's why I just mentioned the Native American songs. And they bear witness to a nature of people who 
lift each other up in the wake of tragedy. So this was a really cool and timely film, and especially to use September 11th, the catalyst, to show that we should be able to find love and peace with each other. We should be able to talk and enjoy meals and enjoy barbecues and share where we live uh, without the craziness that's going on in today's world. Uh, I'll separate myself from the filmmakers and the publicity company that right now the world is just so crazy. I wonder what this journey across America would be. It was making me think, can we only find peace in cinema? Can we only find respecting of music and culture if we're writing it fictionally and we're making up these two characters that have to get back to New York and planes are grounded? Um, Can we not just find it in our everyday lives? And that was something that I thought the film was so timely, not only to, uh, I think right now, one of the greatest tragedies in the world is who our president is. And again, I'm separating myself from uh, the PR company, the filmmakers, everything. So I felt like this film had a great nuance to it and it was very well made. So there's nothing that I can really go into. I don't like doing those string of adjective reviews of wonderfully, beautifully poignant and, you know, heartfeltly timely. I mean, we all know that if a film works, it's going to be those things. So, um, I mean, for the case of press, it was poignant. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Um, I'm not knocking press, but sometimes a movie hits you in a different way to where uh, reviewing it from A to Z doesn't give it justice. Um, Sometimes you just got to sit with the music or sometimes you got to sit with a great shot or sometimes you got to enjoy that you got to see different states. Um, I've been fortunate to see 30 states, but there was a few states they went through in here that I've never seen. So it was great to see them and see them through a filmmaker's eyes and what music they chose for that state Uh, Because I remember driving from uh, Los Angeles to Detroit uh, and all through the Midwest, uh, Missouri and Kansas. And I've been on trips from uh, St. Louis down to the Delta. And uh, the different music does go with those different places. And that's what I thought was so cool about this. The music incendiary placement of music, choice of music, music. this I hope this comes out on soundtrack. I don't know if it is. So you guys want to uh, maybe Google or check IMDb, uh, the Internet Movie Database. Again, American Folk, available now on video on demand and in select theaters. Please definitely check this one out. It also was interesting to be taken back to a time of 9-11 um, because we're going on uh, well, it's, well, it's just hit 16, so it'll be 17 years and 10 months from now. And it it really kind of made you remember a time when the country just seemed so different. And I'm not old enough to say way back when. And But I think it was a day that for our generation, millennials and the generation above, uh, where we did kind of lose our innocence and our uh, way that we look at things. Um, I had a mentor once say to me, uh, 9-11 is your guy's John F. Kennedy. Uh, he's almost 70. So with that, don't want to bring it in and leave it on a downer moment. I just want to say kudos to director David Hines. Uh, wonderful choice of cast, wonderful choice of music. 
And uh, thank you for just taking a look at what we need to be doing each day, which is peace, love, and the wonderful cultures that make us America. Take care and aloha.